0: Meaning Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio.
1: Woo! <laughs> really happy to be here. Okay, you complete me, okay? You complete me. <laughs> this is so fun. This is bizarre. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege to be here, fellas. Cheers. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star
2: of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Guess who's back? Back again. Jeff and Joel are back. Tell a friend. Welcome back, guys, (laughs) gals, and everything in between to the podcast that makes all other podcasts feel inferior. We're the new kids on the block. We've got the right stuff. We... Our meeting, Tom Cruise. Hey, everybody. My name is Jeff Meacham. I'm your host with a beaming smile and intense eye contact. Here with me is my co-host, who oddly still looks like a 14-year-old Franciscan seminary student. He's Mr. Joel Johnstone.
0: <laughs> Jeff, I think you did some prep work today. I think you, it's almost like you wrote stuff down, did some homework, actually spent some time trying to write an intro today.
2: I like this job. I like this job. <laughs> I do things I like doing, things that I don't like doing, like schoolwork. Look at you. Look at you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Also with us is our producer, Alec Lev, who consistently looks like a high school math substitute teacher that takes <laughs> his job way too seriously. Alec, you
3: good? Uh, 3.141592653. I'm sorry. Did you ask me about pi? Okay, oh, my. Did I ask you? Sorry. What? It, it, this is a dead serious question. What is
2: pie?
0: Not going to do that now.
2: No, no, no. Tell, like, just give me one word. Jeff. What? What? What is it,
0: Jeff? It, Jeff, we will have one subscriber by the end of this session. But I don't. What is know. three point one
3: four? I know what that is. But what is the st- circumference of a circle? Is the diameter times pi? Really? No, that's just that's just my little joke about pi. Oh my God, Jesus I didn't know Christ. that. I had no
2: idea. I had no idea. All right, guys, guys, guys. I was thinking about Tom Cruise this week. I was. Okay. I was thinking about it because Joel. Joel, do you remember when you got me that as, like, a fun prank gift? You you got me a VHS tape of Top Gun. Didn't even have the cover. Yeah,
0: I got that at our our local community park. (laughs) They have have those, like, leave a book, take a book. And for whatever reason, somebody just left an unjacketed copy of Top Gun. Just the VHS tape. There's no jacket. There was no jacket. In the... In the leave a book, take a book box. That's what they left. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe like, next was like, week, next week uh, they leave, they leave like a half eaten ice cream cone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Joe was like, I'm getting that for Jeff. Um, so it made me think when I saw I saw it recently. I drove, it,
0: I drove it immediately over to Jeff's house. I didn't even, I didn't even stop it. I dropped my wife and kid home. I was like, go home, go home. I got to get this to Jeff.
2: <laughs> yes, you did. Um, so when you brought that to me, I, I just saw it recently because it's still in my drawer. That's filled with like all my screeners. And it made me think about, um, it made me think about getting VHS tapes back in the day. When we go to the, the, uh. the, the local rental store, let's have a moment about that. Well, so mm-hmm. we all had blockbuster, but, but what was your, I mean, Alec, you grew up in New York city, Joel, you grew up somewhere in America and I was down in Sarasota, <laughs> Florida. What, uh, what was your local place called? Do you remember that one weird or, you you were like oh I'm too cool for Blockbuster so you went there I'll I'll give you my two and then you guys can tell me what you're thinking about it at this place when I go to visit my dad it was called Eastern Video it was about a 20 minute bike ride from my dad's house and they had a deal there that was five movies for five dollars for five days and I spent Ooh. my whole sum right it's a good deal you nice. couldn't no new releases though you couldn't take a new release so it was a lot of Stallone and a lot of Schwarzenegger and a, a like. <laughs> a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, Bruce Willis films and then you wore out all the Rambo's oh my god so much and then in Sarasota I don't remember the name of the place but they had this thing where when you were t- to check out the movie there was a hook with little like um little plastic numbers on it and you would take the plastic number and bring it to the front and then they would go in the back and get the copy of the movie for you i i, I remember that and the woman that worked the front desk was like british or something she would call you love that's all i remember so those were my two places Joel, do you remember your place? It was Blockbuster.
0: It was definitely blockbuster. And here's a fun little tidbit I, <laughs> once I was of age and I could rent certain movies, right. i uh, I did. And I remember one day. here's the thing that I didn't like about blockbuster is, they only had one phone number to call. It's not like I had my phone number. So if it was late and you rented something that you didn't want your parents to find out about, <laughs> well, you see where this is going. One day I get home to school. And my They called your parents for Schindler's Fist? One day I get home, <laughs> one day I get home my dad's like, hey, Joel, Blockbuster called. Club Wildside is a week late. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. Club Wildside. <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. Was it the wasn't Blockbuster owned by the Mormons or something like that? Where they,
0: they had porn in Blockbuster? They they, they had they had like the they had like the Skinnamax variety uh Right, adult. right. Softcore adult softcore adult entertainment
3: I am going crazy over here because I can't remember the name of the video store but I worked there it was my first job oh. I worked at a video store I would bicycle deliver VHS tapes to people in the in the area who would want them delivered there and there was a lot
0: of porn in this store Sure well, but this is New York City. This is New York City. Yeah, I'm talking about Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Like, like the best porn I could get was like the, you know, like the Sports Illustrated swimsuit yeah. photo shoot. Yeah. You know, sure. Like that but was, that was...
3: They're sending a 16 year old out on a bike <laughs> delivering porn. In, in yeah, but
0: this is New York in the 90s. Lower East like, They were like, yeah, yeah that, that is true. I got m- here's a carton of cigarettes too. Take it, smoke them all. Here's
3: why I got fired from that job. It was snowing. It was delivery delivering VHS tapes in the snow on my bike. And I come back from a delivery and I'm absolutely miserable. And I'm officially off the clock. And a custo- I'm like, I'm covered in snow. I'm de- and a customer comes up to me and says, I'm sorry, can you help me? And I said, no. and that pretty much was the end of it
2: joe we have to have alex sometime to like we need to make this a thing on the pod where he tells us stories about growing up in the 80s in new york city because i promise you our lives are nothing like his (laughs) he and his friends would run up the middle of first ab because that's the way that they could get away from the bullies was just run in oncoming traffic (laughs) i was like oh my god New York sounded awful. Alec, you They'd also
0: always said, like They always their slow friend Rick behind. They're like, take take Rick. Take Ricky. But <laughs> Alec also said to me one time, I said,
2: hey, uh, uh, was New York in the 80s as bad as it sounds? And he just goes, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's not how Milwaukee was. No,
2: Sarasota, Florida, not so much. <laughs> Dude, Alec is thug. He's from Stytown. Like,
3: that shit's for real.
0: Oh, no shit. You grew up in Stytown?
3: I did, but why is that thug? I don't know. Cypher's in town was me, uh, 80 year olds with rent control since World War II, and squirrels.
2: (laughs) And this will always come back, though. The reason why I bring this up is because it always comes back to my uncle Ray, who would take the VHS tapes and do. Remember when you could line up two? Uh, VHS recorders next to each other and dub them and you would like take the piece of tape and put them over the thing that's what he did he didn't buy them he dubbed them and then put, did, like remember you could do like cool drawings you take that you take that long uh, white piece of sticky thing and put it on and write you know a sticker is that the word you're looking for <laughs> I couldn't think of the word
0: sticker <laughs> do you mean one side is matte and the other side is adhesive Jeff yeah that's yeah. a sticker
3: That's yeah, a sticker. I couldn't Jeff. think of it.
0: That's a sticker. (laughs) And thank you for
2: listening. (laughs) Oh, this question of the week is going to be uh, a fun one. Alec, hit us. What are we doing?
3: What are we doing? Did you just reveal that you know the question of the week before I asked? I ask know
2: him? the question of the week, but let's just be honest, Joel doesn't know the question yeah. of the week. What are we doing? And I haven't thought about it because I just want it to be three minds, just like like three little
0: virgin minds. Just yeah, that, That's why you haven't thought about it. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody needs an explanation of why you haven't thought about something.
2: Also, because just... thinking isn't fun.
3: <laughs> the question of the week is, what is going to be the plot of Tom Cruise's SpaceX movie. Oh, I know. So we we know this is what we know.
2: We know he's supposed to go to space, right? Wait, so I know how the- it starts. His father dies. Go. <laughs> ah, good one. <laughs> all right. So his dad, Well, now here's the thing. In yeah. Ad Astra, there was a daddy thing in that one already. So I'm That's wondering right. he's got to That's all avoid right. that. Nah, not- there's got to be a dead dad somewhere. No, but in his here. dad
3: wasn't dead in that one. He thinks in, in he contact, was dead. This in one, contact, there's a dead dad. There's a dead oh, dad. Yeah. in Contact. That's why she goes. We're not that. getting anywhere on this. The movie hasn't even started yet. Nope. No. Nope. I think it starts off dead dad. He's watching. He's watching. Um, his father is is on a space mission. He and the family are are gathered around the the table watching on TV.
0: Boom! Blows up. Dad blows up. Star Wars is in outer space, and his dad dies. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert his dad is uh not, i don't want to tell I can't, I can't give it away his dad's vader his dad is actually alive his dad is actually alive but you don't discover that until the third one so but and, we, we, and he dies in the and no so, second one, Second one no return of the jedi is where he dies
2: right but you said he find discovers and we all know he discovers in
0: empire which is the really
3: the fifth one we're doing well guys i I've started off. This is this is the way improv works, right? I say something that's helpful to the to the story, and then you guys talk about Star Wars, and then I
2: say no, and then I just say no, you're wrong. <laughs> when I was in college, we were working on improv, but it wasn't like an actual improv class. It was just the our acting teacher was like, let's let's improv this. And that was she was like a ninety year old woman, and I kid you not, <laughs> I still remember the girl I was doing it with. We were supposed to be improvising a scene from Chekhov. and I said. <laughs> I said something like complete, just like softball. I was like, listen, we've been married for five years and now I think I want to leave you. And she just goes, you're not my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sabrina. Thanks so much. <laughs> Good stuff. Here we go. Let's make this she work. She was obviously
0: <laughs> taught the first rule of improv. Yes, and.
3: No, but. She's she's a more of a yeah, no, no but. but. No, but.
2: Okay. So dad dies. And where is he, Alec? Is he was he in like was he on he's
3: at home in Arizona? <laughs> no.
2: I mean, where was the dead dad? He was in was he in like Mars or was he just on he was in the space shuttle and the space shuttle blew up?
3: I think that it had just taken off. He's a couple couple seconds oh. in. Oh,
2: Challenger-esque.
0: Yes, it's very sad. Oh. Very sad. Oh, like okay. like his his dad tried to be the first one to go to ISS and failed. Oh. There you go.
2: Oh, oh but he's a little right. boy. So then we do the fade to black. 20 years later. Okay, Okay. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay.
0: And by the way, if we actually tap on what the storyline is, we have no idea. So you can't sue us.
2: So, so we know that something has to be wrong in space and Cruz needs to go fix it. Right. Because we need to have the, he can't go like, we need to have it where he doesn't want to go, but he's the only person that can do it.
3: Sure. Right. We need that. Sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. He's not going to go up there because his father blew up. Right. Why would you, you weren't going to take that last step.
2: Right. So That's maybe, a, maybe he's got that, maybe he's got that Armageddon thing where he's just like the best, you know, cause let's get some drill rig guys to go save the planet. Cause that always <laughs> works. <laughs> my
0: favorite it does.
2: yeah. It <laughs> does. We just need Bruce Willis. And uh, you, know, my favorite line from that movie is, Oh, and the guys don't ever want to pay taxes ever. Remember that when they're making the deals on like what they'll do if they go to
3: space guys, I've, uh, I've tried to write a couple of things with Jeff. We haven't uh ever completed them. Why? And I, I think that why you, would you do that to yourself are experiencing now. Why we don't <laughs> finish. That. Why would you try that? It was, it was a
2: mistake. okay. So I got it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. So like how in Sunshine the sun is going to expire, no, here it's the moon has cracked in half. Yes. And and because yeah, of that sure. it has sent the planet into a tailspin of, you know, yeah. things are off and oceans are now, you know, 200 feet high. So they need to seal the moon back together. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: Cruz is a plumber. Yeah. He's, he's a moon an expert plumber. No, just a regular plumber. But his father was an astronaut. Right. And so they figure, this guy's the best plumber we could, we need the best plumber we could get. It's called The Plumber. This is going to be a big movie, guys. How about how, Space Plumber? Sp- if you add
0: space, space to any space title, it's better. Plumber. The Space Plumber. Space <laughs> Plumber. Plumber
3: coming this fall. Good. Well,
2: yep. what if he's yep. got some DNA that only his father? You know how they did that in, in uh what's it called? Golden Eye or Eye Gold or Gold Rush? The one with Shia.
0: The one with Shia LaBeouf. Where- Eye Gold. Yes, yes. That's the that's the best Bond movie. Eye Gold. There you go, Jeff. Eye Gold. Pierce Brosnan is so good in Eye Gold. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> who's that bad guy? High gold. <laughs> um, remember in the, the Shia LaBeouf
2: movie with Michelle Monahan, Moynihan? I never get it right. No, you don't.
0: Yes. Well, you better when we get her on the show.
2: But, the one where it turns out <laughs> that he's a twin and only they needed like his same DNA, just like an avatar. So like, what if it's something like that? Like he's
0: got okay. his dad's okay. blo- this is only his dad's thing can get him to the moon. We're getting this there. Is good. Joel. This is good. I love it, but all of that is wrong. What it is, is <laughs> uh-huh, go, yep, there, there's too it. much, there's too much trash in outer space. We all know sure. this, Ooh, right? Space yeah. debris, Ooh, yeah. right? Too the much space debris. satellite what do, debris. Yeah. Space trash, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we going to do about that? Because, 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 because that, that's. And a, he's a garbage man. He's garbage, the garba- man. he's the space garbage man. He's the space garbage man. And he goes up to ISS, but you know what happens? What? There's a monster in the house. <laughs> He goes, oh! up there. he goes up there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some sort of um, Garbage snake, monster, snake-like. Like the um, guy from Star Wars. Like, like the, Star Wars, like Star, like Star Wars. The Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to be original. So Joel doesn't um, like our ideas. You know, no, it's got a frog face, okay? It's got a frog face, <laughs> but oh, the body okay. of an armadillo, okay? So you, like, yeah. impenetrable. It's a frogadillo, I understand. It's a frogadillo, it's, it's frogadillo. a frogadillo inside the International Space Station, right? Armadillo, Frogadillo. body armor, can't, impenetrable. Nobody, nobody can do anything with this. But what he does is—it's a bit of a horror he film. Uses, he uses—he uses his special skill set, okay. As a plumber? No, he used to be a garbage man. Garbage man. Tom Cruise garbage used to be a garbage man in Seattle. <laughs> plumber sure. was our old idea, not the <laughs> same one. That was the first draft. I'm sorry. He was a—he was a garbage man in Seattle, okay. guys. This movie's gonna win an Oscar. Don't knock it. Okay. He was a garbage man in Seattle. Okay.
3: Sure. And we've already thrown out Arizona. My ideas are not making the final cut. I
0: did like Arizona.
3: Let's split the difference. Colorado. Yeah.
0: But he was actually like a savant garbage man, like Goodwill hunting, like Goodwill hunting. Okay, like 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 by day he was just a garbage man. But by night he saw all all these like math numbers and everything. Right. (laughs) Oh, I like it. A beautiful mind. So he goes up there and he realizes that there's some sort of symmetry with all of the garbage floating around there in space, and he uses his unparalleled mathematical genius Jesus. to harness Jesus. all of this garbage together, and that is the only thing that can break the outer shell of this froggylo's body.
3: This is so bad. <laughs> uh, what is the big stunt? Bad. No, but Alec <laughs> is asking the the the, the exact the, right question. Because Tom what? Cruise, the stunt isn't just going to be flying up in the rocket ship because Tom Cruise clearly can do that in his sleep. So, what what's the additional? Dipsy doodle That's gonna take A hundred takes Well how about this
2: We know That from the movies We've watched And from the Slight science That we all know That if you do do it jump, don't If do you it, jump Jeff. In outer space And they don't catch You you could just keep going you just float away so what if tom cruise without any wires or anything holding him has to jump from one thing to another and he does that for he's, real
3: he's going to freeball it he's going to freeball yeah. it in space yeah yeah,
2: yeah. he's freeballing in space
3: he's going to like not, not sure not sure that's what it's called <laughs> all right, but all right
2: but we think that's <laughs> what it's called and no one's right. going to argue with us cuz they're not here what do you guys think i feel like that's the right thing he's going to jump from one thing to another and yeah. that is a complete like yeah if if he goes Ooh. he he's gone And then the cameraman's got to do it, too. Okay, so (laughs) that's a good one. That's a good reason for him. What part of it was good? No, the death-defying stunt. My Frogadillo story was amazing. Okay, so... Well, no, but with Sir... If we... If we take, if we find an actual more serious reason, but that would be cool if there's a giant glob of space trash of some kind. And then
3: we find out there's an actual monster living inside. That's kind of cool. Our executive producer wants to weigh in, which is a, a shaky proposition, mostly because there's usually a lawnmower outside of his room.
0: But go, go ahead, Doug. What do you got? Are we going to let Doug talk? This has only happened a handful. This is amazing.
3: Oh,
2: this is a big deal. Doug, you have you have 10 seconds to chime in. Why can't he use the space trash trash? To plug the crack in the moon i'm sorry I, I think we left the moon crack a while ago i think that one is no longer well then no because then the moon dug jeff
3: to... yes and oh i'm sorry god damn it We're. do you know you know that we're not actually writing the script of this movie you don't know if that's true yeah, i like no good... that
0: could work that could work but i still like there i still like a, a good monster story i'm with doug still gotta be a I like a good monster monster in the there's the title monster in the moon
3: monster, in, monster the moon. in the moon monster in the moon tom cruise in monster in the moon directed by doug lyman also this should be very
2: meta and tom it should be about tom cruise going to space Ooh, and doug i'm so sorry your time is up and <laughs> thank you for talking if you could just mute um <laughs> bye It is going to be directed by Doug Liman. We can all agree that probably the most underrated and arguably best performance of Cruise is in Edge of Tomorrow.
0: American Made. Uh,
2: Oh, he did direct American Made as well. That's right. He directed. So two of our favorite performances by Tom Cruise. Monster in the Moon. Monster in the Moon starring Tom Cruise directed by Doug Liman coming out 2023.
3: All right, Jeff. Have we answered your stupid questions? Uh,
2: I guess so. I just... um... Uh, yeah, no. I mean, we definitely came up with the greatest movie. So one more time, the movie's called what again? It's tr- space Trap*. Monster in the Monster Moon. Monster in the Moon.
3: They need Tom Cruise because he has special DNA combined with his
0: skills as a garbage man to go into space. The, not, but like the greatest garbage man. Sure, greatest garbage man. Who's to, who? Who's you know begrudgingly does that because by night he's he's a savant. He is, he's... A garbage he, savant.
2: Oh, right, right, right. I'm
0: sorry. So it's it's DNA plus garbage skills plus math. <laughs> yeah. He's Will Hunting. He's got Will Hunting's symmetrical mind, you know, like 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 the, like the he sees... I don't know, uh, you know, I, I don't have one of those minds, but he, he sees the stuff that you gotta see in outer space to kind of like... To clean it up. And so he goes into space... No, to to, to weaponize it. To weaponize it. And does a... And free balls it. <laughs> and free balls to it. To puncture... To puncture... <laughs> Why are you laughing? is My favorite
2: my favorite is when Joel couldn't even answer what Will Hunting's intelligence was. He was like, (laughs) I don't have a mind like this, because you know he's got that Will Hunting is good at stuff. Anyway,
0: he's just (laughs) It's you know, I'm just I'm just the writer. Okay, I'm just writing this thing. I don't think you are. And now commercials.
2: Our guest today is Evan Ferrante. And in our opinion, he's the best Tom Cruise impersonator in the world. And here's uh, here's a little little impersonation
1: from him right now. You know, these fish have manners. This fish has manners. And you know, these fish, I'm going to start a new fish store, and the fish are coming with me. So if anybody else wants to come with me, now would be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring in this god-forsaken business and we will do it together
2: oh my god dude that is incredible evan welcome to the show we're so happy that
1: you're here (laughs) i'm just warming up right now dude
2: dude thank you so much for being here man how are you
1: (laughs) i'm good you know what jeff you've never seen me very (laughs) except okay (laughs) (laughs) It's an honor and a privilege to be here. You know what? See this coat I'm wearing? I don't need any more. You know why? Because of cunt and failure. I two slices of bad pizza. In the morning, I grew a conscience. Ray, the fucking zoo's <laughs> closed, Ray. The fucking zoo's close. Ray, the fucking zoo's close. <laughs> Respect the cock. Tame the cunt. If you were to juice destroy today for $39.95, she could wet your duck.
3: <laughs> oh, Cheers. my God. You know, these this new, this new deep fake thing online, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. this is this is it but he's a human i can promise he's yeah. real well so i'm I, well, let's bring
2: that up right before we get to your life and how you found out this all came to be I've, i actually just read in an article you talking about that what's the name of the actor who's doing the deep fake right now so the current
1: actor embodying the avatar of tom cruise is miles fisher right um, i've done many i've done many deep deep fakes previously to this one but this one is actually an even more advanced technology that's being used or more advanced software it's just the AI learning and getting better and better and better. Right. And that's just what happens with deep fake. It just gets progressively better. Uh and we should just tell everyone who might not know
2: there is this technology, not that I even know what that word means, now that basically lets you just look exactly like someone else and make a video. And they call it deepfake. And uh and there's uh one that went super viral about Tom Cruise recently. Oh, and that was not Evan, right? D- deep when I first heard the word deepfake, I always thought of Deep Throat And I don't But I don't know What Deep Throat is What was that It was some conspiracy Or something Am I going off the Well
3: Deep Throat Was two things Deep Throat
0: was You don't know What Deep Throat
3: was Jeff
2: I, I, I assume it had Something to do A with porn And then B Something to do With a conspiracy
3: Oh You know what He's not
0: wrong Joel He's actually not wrong. But
2: I don't. But I can't tell you any more than that, and I'm dead serious. I don't know anything more than what
0: that. What century was it from? Was it from this century? <laughs> no, no. It was
2: from a long time ago, because I remember hearing about it when I was, you know... Like,
0: was it from, like, Abraham Lincoln a long time ago? God, you're the worst. It was in the 70s or 80s. There you go. Okay, okay, all right. I know things, I just don't listen. Was there one of the most famous movies of all time, starring Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman, about it? All the President's Men.
3: Is that true? Well, hold on, you skipped ahead. There's Deep Throat... The movie, which, yes, was porn and a very famous. Wait, wait, wait. Deep Throat has something to do with Watergate? Yes. Oh my God. How long is this podcast going to be? But is that
2: true? <laughs> I didn't know that at all. You're it's, telling me a
3: porn name has something to do with
2: Watergate? Not that I have any clue what Watergate is about. Gonna say, can you tell me anything else about Watergate? Tape. Something about tapes? Somebody... Yes, there
0: were tapes. Boy oh boy oh boy. This is a 3-hour episode, people.
2: Not about Tom Cruise, as it turns out, surprise. Hey, just answer
3: me these questions. Is yes. it a porn? Yes, there was a Yes, there was a pornographic film called Deep Throat. That's how it started. Yes. And that has something to do with Watergate. Do we need to be full Do we wait, do we need to um full, do we need to do a full disclosure here? Evan is actually not here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, Evan's not waiting. Evan's not waiting, so it's okay.
3: Right, right. Okay. We're going to take him deep deep behind the scenes of podcasting here. So here's what happened. We already recorded our interview with Evan, and then at the beginning of that, we were talking a lot about this deep fake stuff, and we listening back to it later realized that we hadn't really explained what it was. So uh, about a week after that, Jeff, Joel, and I sat down to record our explanation about what deep fakes were. Instead, Jeff just spun out and we started talking about blowjobs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But now someone tell me what Deep Throat had to do with Richard Nixon.
3: Okay, so there was someone who wound up being Bob Woodward's confidential informant.
2: Let me tell you what Bob Woodward was. White. That guy was white. Bob Woodward. And
3: he called himself Deep Throat. The movie had come out rather recently, and he's on Deep Background. He was giving this information on Deep Background, right? So he can't give his name. Woodward couldn't give anything about him his name, his position, his job, anything. Deep Background, Deep Throat. Turns out the man's name was Mark Felt. We found that out decades later. Deep Throat movie, Deep Throat, source for Bob Woodward. Can we start the show? Have we started the show or have we canceled the show? What is this show? I don't even, I forgot.
2: what Joel, for me, it's about how in this moment with all this information Alec knew, I just think yeah, about how yeah, much yeah. ass he crushed in high school. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, we got to spin back into the show, my friend. All right. We got to just, we got to walk that yellow brick road back into Tom Cruise land. Pivot Tom. Pivot Tom. All right. So um, we're going to, at this point, all of a sudden what's going to happen is you're going to hear the conversation with Evan already in progress.
1: Um, but the current one that's, that's, that's being done, the reason why it's exploding is because unlike mine, they, they, put, they don't put a disclaimer on it. They're, they're actually trying to fool people and mm. deceive people. And I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of have like a little boundary that I don't cross and that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah, same, same. Because it does look, until he starts talking, you're positive it's Tom Cruise. And so that's where I was like, no, 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 no. He
1: naturally, Miles Fisher naturally, he's the impersonator. He naturally has the hairline and he kind of looks like him to begin with. I'm an impersonator. I'm an actor. I'm a voiceover match. I don't. I don't uh, look like Tom Cruise. Um, however, he doesn't sound like Tom Cruise. He's a little bit no. taller than Tom Cruise, and and actually, and the alarms are raised right now. It's really, uh, you know, I've had a lot, of, a few days to think about this because I've talked to the deep fake guy who did the the deep fake that you're talking about, and he's like, I'm just waiting to to let people know, you know, what's going on, who's behind it. I'm just like, why are you even waiting? Just you just tell people. I mean, it's already been out. You've done the. You've, you've shocked and awed people. Now, just reveal yourself because I think it's a little bit irresponsible to kind of, you know, continue to keep this masquerade up. Maybe this will wake everybody up and, and maybe that's what what's behind this. I'm hoping that that's the intention. It's not just for fame and glory, um, but it's still very unsettling to me. Uh, I've always said in interviews before talking about deep fake that, you know, in the political world, it will be used to manipulate mass, you know, mass deception. And yeah. um uh, you know, just, just, just putting words into people's mouths is, is happening now too. And just, just yeah. focusing on the mouth movements. And that alone is like, wow, did that really happen? Who knows people? It, and by the time they, they reveal that it's, it is fake, it's too late.
0: There's an art to, to, there's an art to impressionists. Yeah. There's, there's an art. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't, I don't think deep fake is, there's, it's just a, it's an app or it's a technology. It's a whatever. It's not. Well, the, the,
1: st- the star, the star of it, the st- even though Miles Fisher is a talented actor, the star of this is the deep fake software, right, but it's yeah. also the scary element of it.
2: Right. I, well, okay. So usually in this podcast, we would do a thing where I would say, "Ah, to quickly tell me about your life, yeah, and give me thirty seconds leading right. up to meeting Tom Cruise." But for you, it's different. Sure. When did you give me the origin story of when you discovered this talent?
1: Yeah. It, so it started off um, the the origin story of my freakish ability to kind of like <laughs> mimic mimic Tom Cruise, and I, you know, humble, I, humble. I, I <laughs> well, I well, you know, I've I've been doing this a long time, so I'm I'm just like. You know, I, I know that I know my set. you know, I know, sure, I know what sure. I'm good at, but the point is back when, back in 1997, Jerry Maguire had just come out a year prior. Um, I was going, I was attending Boston university freshman year and my friend, Alex Merkin, who's a, um, a director today, he, you know, he was a 17 year old kid back then, but he was a film student. Um, we became friends and he does a Jean-Claude Van Damme impression that was pretty damn good. And, and he said to me, you know, you kind of have, you know, we were drinking one night trying to figure out how to socialize, meet women, you know? And he's like, you sound like Tom Cruise and you have his like natural cadence and his like essence and his aura and, you know, put on these glasses, try these on and just try these lines from Jerry Maguire, you know, help me help you help me help you just help me help you see, you know? (laughs) And, um, and tonight our company our little project had a very big night, very big, but it wasn't complete. (laughs) It oh, wasn't the, the cadence of complete because I couldn't share with you. Just tell me tell me to decide with Bob sugar because I'm a little moved, but your word is stronger than oak. Thing. You know, the pregnant <laughs>
0: pauses. The timber of your voice. It's it's exact it's an exact man. Oh, What's God.
2: so incredible too is you're doing the lines quickly for us
1: just to get <laughs> yeah. through them, and
2: still yeah, yeah. you have it. Yeah,
0: you have the timing in yes. the speed. Like that's yeah,
2: my vlog. Yeah. All right, keep uh, going. Sorry. Uh, you're school. That's true.
1: <laughs> I am rushing through it. But anyways, so, so so he made me learn a few lines. Not, not a no, no gun to my head. But he basically said, "We are going to meet women this way. We we should team up. I'll do a Jean Claude Van Damme impression. You do Tom Cruise, and let's like do an Abba Costello routine and just like knock on doors and and see if it if it if it's a success." And about 60, 75 percent of the time it worked. I mean, the doors open and then the rest of the time they were slammed in our face. But that was, you know, fish in a barrel. Sixty percent of the time it works all the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you miss you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. So <laughs> I took a lot of shots back then. And by uh, back then it was not not even an uh, not even a conce- I didn't even conceive of thinking this could be a career or this could be any livelihood at all. I didn't even know anything about impersonators. I, I knew of Elvis impersonators. Um, sure. But back then I just was, I I was, I was an actor at the time. I was an actor, uh, from childhood leading up to college, but I studied economics, took a big break. I get out of college and I was pursuing producing because I was looking for a more stable career. Boy, was I wrong, film producing. But (laughs) then YouTube came about in Funny or Die And they launched, they had just recently launched. YouTube was like maybe two years out. And I decided to put up a video um, of me doing a a kind of a, a, just a a bunch of different impressions of Tom Cruise's like iconic, you know, moments. You don't know what it's like to be out here working for you. It's an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege that I can never fully explain to you about. So just help me help you rod help me help you just help me help you and that video did very well uh, without any push there was no viral anything back then it was just it just was i guess spread around and uh, and shared and um and got me a lot of attention and then funny or die was shortly after uh really in the inception of funny or die right after the landlord video pearl um I put up a video with some friends from high school and a really great director out here called Rich, named Richie Keene, who's now a big, a big Hollywood director, um, called Tom Cruise is a cock block. I just watched all three of them, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a trill. It was a trilogy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. And, and, and Richie's a friend of ours. I don't know. Yeah. Oh,
1: we, no. oh, we yeah. know. I didn't know that. We know Richie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. So that was awesome to work with him. And we were just like, this is a cool idea and a great concept and let's just see how far we can, how far we can milk it, you know? And I've been, and, and I, it's funny, I, I use the word milk, but I've been milking my entire career every, for, <laughs> for 15 years now, I've been like, how far can I stretch this thing? <laughs> and I've always found ways to make, do something interesting and, and kind of expand upon the mythology of Cruise. And what makes it great is that, you know, not only is he like the biggest movie star in the world and, we'll, and probably the universe and will we'll always be, Um, he is such a private individual and I'm, and I'm, basically offering the audience a, a, a view into his, a window into his world that you would never have uh, be privy to. Mm. Um, and that's kind of how I built my entire pre- impression of, around it. I've, I've created these like insane ludicrous scenarios and I've injected crews into them or, or mundane scenarios are even funnier. Here's your change, sir. Thanks very much. <laughs> this is what I call a target rich environment. <laughs>
0: I'll make this
1: real simple for you. Okay. Latte. Grande. Lots of foam.
0: So you want a cappuccino?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I don't mince words. Latte. Lots and lots of foam. Look at me. Look at me. Like a a volcanic eruption of foam. (laughs) Come on, Pat.
2: Time's a ticket. (laughs) I love it, man. When did you... So when did you know that y- you could make money off of this? Was it after that the, the, those yeah, videos w- went viral? right,
1: because I wasn't making money on funny, doing the Funny or Die videos. Uh, after they went viral, um, I, I noticed or I, I started hearing um, from some of my agency friends who had just joined CAA and William Morris at like, the, the bottom of the rung. They were just like in the mail room. But they were saying that my videos were being shared around the office, all the different offices. It was almost like the blacklist. And uh, this is before the blacklist, so I think, or maybe not. I don't know, but it was a long time ago, and um, and I was I was really grateful that this was happening, but I still I still wasn't making any money. Um, so what ha- what the first big paying job or decent job where I was like this could be a thing was Disney's Take One Eighty Studios hired me. That was like their web division. They hired me to do a, a video that ended up going viral where Tom Cruise is auditioning for uh, Twilight. Uh, the Twilight films, and he auditions for every role in Twilight.
3: Say it out loud.
1: Vampire. I am Mr. Vampire. Isn't that crazy,
2: man? That they did that. That yeah. I can picture that moment completely. That someone's yeah. like, "Dude, you got to see this video yeah. of this guy doing Twilight. Let's use right. that on exactly."
1: You know, yeah. Um, I but um, I did get paid for that, not very well because like the SAG New Media contract, which is shit. <laughs> However, ne- the next video, after it, uh, after it went viral, I negotiated a much higher rate, not not significantly, but, you know, enough that it was worth my time. I was going to say your yacht looks great that you're on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah since then, it, it's been off to the races, uh, corporate work, um, stage work animation. I just did Animaniacs recently, which was,
3: which was fun. A little bit role, but Tom Cruise. So I don't know if this is like asking a magician to show his tricks, yeah. but I am ever fascinated yeah. by hearing Impressionist break it down. Okay. Can you sure. do that? Yeah, yeah I can, can break you, it down. Yeah. Can you tell us the, the the pieces that, that make Tom?
1: Yeah. And I, it's funny uh, before I launch into this, I, uh, I actually did a video called how to do a Tom Cruise impersonation, because <laughs> I knew that, I knew that people like you would be interested in this. Number one, he does pregnant pauses really, really well. Tell me, didn't Simon Bob Sugar? Because I'm a little moved by your word is stronger than oak. Thing. Number two, he articulates each and every syllable. Kittredge, you've never seen me. Very upset. Number three, he's an intense human being. Everything he says is laser focused. See this coat I'm wearing? I don't need it anymore. You know why? Because I'm cloaked in failure. I had two slices of bad pizza in the morning. I grew a conscience. I don't watch the internet.
0: That's his answer to you, Alec. Watch the fucking video. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch the internet <laughs>
1: for nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, um, he's um, he's a very excitable fellow. Number one, he goes from <laughs> he goes from incredible laughter and, and excitement and joy to to being very serious. Um, so I kind of like almost like babies go from like laughter to crying, laughter to crying, or laughter to serious. It's like you do it on a on a switch, you know. Um, yeah. And the pregnant pauses are a big part of it. Um, Dorothy Boyd, thank you. <laughs> you know, or um, uh, oh, I don't know, Alice. Maybe it's because you're my wife. You know, when he's smoking pot and eyes wide shut, and he's got like a he's got like a quiet, a quiet you know softness to his voice too. Yeah, Kittridge,
3: you've never seen me very upset.
1: Red lights, <laughs> green lights, You know, or
3: <laughs> and we'll be right back with more of our interview with Evan Ferrante. <laughs> And now more with Evan. All
2: right. So here we go. Talk about this time. I've, I've, I've read it. I've read your,
1: I've seen your transcript of talking about this story, but let's talk about the time you met. him. I told the story many times, but I'm hoping to make it a little fresh this time.
3: It's not official until it's on meeting Tom Cruise. Mm. This
1: is the official. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, you know, I actually just checked uh, the photo when I took it from the Chateau Marmont, when I met Tom Cruise, it was 2016, September. Um, I it, it was a night like any other night. I actually was watch, I was here. I was listening to one of your podcasts, and someone else said that too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so basically, I, I arrived with a bunch of friends in tow. my girlfriend Donna, my friend Jimmy Franklin, uh, who's a funny character, uh, and and I think some, some like Hollywood writers and stuff. But we were having like dessert and some drinks. I I had gone to the garden of the chateau many times. Had seen a bunch of celebrities. Never met Tom Cruise. Never saw Tom Cruise in my life. I had been impersonating Tom Cruise at that point for about eight years or so, and and it would be a dream come true if I ever met him. So that night, uh, having drinks and dessert, and uh, my friend uh, Matthew Belinsky, who's an attorney in L.A., he's an entertainment attorney, he's having dinner across the way, because you know, at the Garden of Chateau, you end up running into people you know. And he call, he beckons me over, and I run over to him. I mean, I I don't know if I ran over him, but I walked over to him, and I and he says to me, "Tom would have (laughs) ran, yeah, Tom would (laughs) have ran." So he he calls me over and he's like, "Evan, I heard a rumor that Cruz is in the building. Just FYI, okay." And I said, "You're like the
3: third person to have told us that that's the way these things start." (laughs) It's like there's a there's a low murmur, just a murmur. There's Cruz, guys. There's Cruz coming. There's Cruz.
1: And I didn't want to be obvious, but I slowly you know turned left and right, maybe did like a you know. Try to be casual about it. Could not, didn't see him. You know, the place was packed, by the way. It was a very busy night. Um, so I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's exciting. Thanks for letting me know. And I go back to my seat. Um, I excused myself to go to the bathroom because I couldn't stop thinking about this. Of course, now the seed is planted. And then I still, I still had not seen him yet. So I go to the bathroom. I'm looking everywhere in the lobby, under the bathroom stalls. Maybe he's like, you know, looking for his feet swinging, you know, or maybe he's hanging from the <laughs> stall. I don't know. So, um... I basically was stalking, trying to find him. I really was yeah, at that point um and i I was maybe two or three drinks in, so I was a little tipsy, and finally head back to my my seat i tell I tell my party that Tom Cruise was here, and he might have left out of, out the back door, but he's no longer here and and they were like, "Oh, that's a bummer, you know, but then all of a sudden, I feel this energy to my left. I'm not even kidding I just i why would I look to the left? I just look to the left and he's ten feet away from me. His back is to me, but I see his profile, you know, laughing this way, laughing that way, you know, <laughs> <or> <laughs> <woo>! you know? <laughs> and, and patting people on the back. He's a big toucher. You know, he touches his manhandles and the, the table that he was at was filled with like pe- actors from zero dark 30 actors from the office. Um, Jeremy Renner was there a real, a who's who, but a strange gathering. I don't know what they were there to discuss but they were having a festive dinner. You know, they were there, you know, they had the big table. Um, and I, I, I was like, okay, guys, I gotta, I talked to my party. I was like, I gotta send over, I gotta do something here. This is my, the first time I'm meeting him. It's, I gotta do something special. And this, this is going to be the most memorable night of my life. And so other than my son being born a month ago, two, three months ago, sure. but basically I call over the waiter and I say, Hey, uh, I do a Tom Cruise impersonation. He immediately did not care at all. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'd like to buy a bottle of champagne for Mr. Cruise over there. Would that be possible? And he, he didn't even let me finish my sentence. He immediately shut me down and said, no, you'll be banned for life and I'll be fired. Like that can never happen. OK. And he even came close to me to make sure no one even heard our conversation. Like it was oh serious. Like, like I always knew the Chateau was pretty, care- you know, careful about that stuff and celebrities go there to feel safe yada, yada, yada. But this is like a a special moment. And I thought maybe they would have done something to, I was going to buy him a bottle of champagne. It was a nice gesture. And I was going to raise a glass to him. Like, come on, facilitate that. But no, he wasn't having it. So you're like telling
2: the kid, you're like, Hey man, we've seen this in movies before. Right, right. It's not a big deal. It's
1: worked before. (laughs) Yeah. It's worked on camp. Yeah. So, uh, I, again, I was resigned to the fact that I would just be in the same room with him breathing the same oxygen and that would be it. Okay. My girlfriend, Donna, who is an Israeli girl who grew up in Palestine. Uh, That says a lot about her. She's a fearless, fearless girl, okay? She said to me, there is no way in hell you're leaving here tonight without meeting him. (laughs) Good girl. And I said, Donna, Donna, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you for, I know this would mean a lot to me, but it's fine. Like, I'll see him again some point in the future. Um, And she was like, no, I'm I'm gonna make this happen. And and I forgot about it. Night goes on. Uh, It's approaching last call. Everyone's filtered out, except for Tom and his party and our party. And Tom is now saying his goodbyes to his party and walking out. I kind of give a drunken nod. You know, he doesn't see me, but that—that that was that. But he's—he's—he's he's, he's saying you know, he's laughing and he's just this—it's amazing energy, and it's—it's it's kind of exactly what I do in my impersonation. And now it's just Jimmy Franklin, myself, and Donna in the in the Chateau Garden, finishing our final drinks and just kind of living in that that moment, right, in that high. Um, Donna excuses herself to go to the bathroom. My phone was totally dead, but luckily I'd given Donna Jimmy's phone number. So about 10 minutes later, I'm just shooting the shit with Jimmy in the, in the garden. He gets a phone call and he doesn't want to answer it. And I said, oh, just answer it. I didn't know what it was. I was like, just, just answer it. It could be a booty call. He thought it was a solicitor. I was like, it's not a solicitor. It's two in the morning. Answer <laughs> it. He doesn't answer it. Second time they call again. And he now answers. I was like, answer it. And he says to me, Tom Cruise is waiting for you in the lobby. And I said, shut the fuck up because this guy messes with me all the time. And he didn't laugh at all. He didn't break a smile. He said to me again, Tom Cruise is waiting for you in the lobby. So I get up out of my chair and I sprint to the lobby, just like in all his movies. I sprint through the lobby of the Chateau, past the, past the concierge, everything. I sprint and he is there with Jeremy Renner and his motorcycle with Donna. Donna's there with him waiting for me. And we do, he does like a slow turn. It all happened in slow motion, cataclysmic reaction. We, we fell in love instantly. We said, (laughs) you complete me. And that was that it was amazing. And we, we spent about 10 minutes with each other and he didn't even like Jeremy Renner was just some like loser in the background. Like he wasn't even, he wasn't even part of the equation. It was just laser focused on me. I like to call it the night Tom Cruise met Evan Ferrante. That's what I like to call. It. <laughs> that's what truly happened. that night, Makes sense. Okay? makes sense. I, I got to flip the switch. But that—that's the story. Yeah. So Evan, hold on,
2: hold on. There's two big key moments yeah. in here that you're leaving yeah. out. One. Yeah. Okay, tell me.
1: Oh, tell me about your girl
2: going to do this.
1: Well, what I found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I found out later, like how did she end up captivating him? Mean, she's a very beautiful woman, but she also told these incredible stories of her life growing up in Palestine as an Israeli, and all the you know trials and tribulations of that and, and running through bombs and like crazy, such crazy stories. And he was, uh, according to her fixated on that. She, she's definitely responsible for keeping him there waiting for me. Yeah. But he was, he was gracious to wait, waited for me. That's a big deal. You know? She still, that means she had
2: the, she had the gall to just go right up and be like, she, listen, she, she's my ambassador of quant. Truly. God, you're truly good. My God, you're good. <laughs> And then the other thing in here that you just left out—not yeah. that you need to touch on the details, no, no, please, please—is ten minutes. Face, is ten minutes with the man? Yes. I mean, you just said you know I went up. I met him. Ten minutes.
1: Well, okay. Oh, it was. My- it was. It was a lo- honestly. I'm not even kidding. It was a lot of. It's an honor and a privilege to meet you. You know. You know. It's it really. I've been doing this for a long time, and I just. I, it's. You know. I, I. I was. I was a little more articulate than I'm being now, but it was very. It was just pure energy, like sure. Almost like an ayahuasca trip or something like just pure vibrational, like highest frequency of euphoria and orgasm. <laughs> I, I was I was had, I was basically having sex with the universe. It was a tantric experience. Okay? Did yeah. you do the impression for him? No. So I didn't. So so that's funny. You said that I didn't do my impression basically because I, I already knew that he was aware of my impression because I had right. one Prior to that, years, years before, it's not that he, like he's watched all of my videos, but I know he's seen some of them, but he watched one of my videos where I won an impersonation contest on Mario Lopez's extra. So I didn't feel like, again, I was drunk too. And I'm kind of a perfectionist. Like I didn't really want to launch into it. Um, I just kind of just wanted to meet him to be honest and, and have yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Ex- had yeah. that experience. But speaking of that, um, it's, it's great that he brought that up. My friend, Mar- Mar- Ross Marquand, sorry, from walking dead, Ross Marquand. I don't know if you're aware of him, but he's a fantastic impersonator. Like, he's really one of the best. He's been on all the late night shows and he does hundreds of impressions. Um, He doesn't look like any of these guys. He's just a terrific, like, voice match for these, for all these individuals. But he said that, and he could tell the story another time if you ever want to talk to him, but he basically said, never do your impersonation for the subject ever. And here's why. And he then told me the story about doing it for Larry David one time. And Larry David, let's just say, was not impressed and in front of like twenty people, told him that, and it was mortifying, absolutely mortifying. So yes, I don't ever want to do it in front of. I don't ever want to do it.
2: Let's pump the brakes for a second yeah, 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 yeah. Larry Go, David is the
1: most world's <laughs> famous curmudgeon. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally... I, don't, I don't really expect another outcome, but it still hurt. It hurt him deeply, you know. And, yeah, I, but I mean, you're right. Cruz, you're right. Absolutely. I was going to say
0: that's Larry David just doing Larry David. Yeah, like, that's, that's 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 what you expect is well, him that made everything. Uh,
1: ever since uh ben stiller did did the mission impossible um john woo tom cruise body double thing back in uh, mtv yeah, movie awards so, so that was funny. one that was one of my biggest inspirations believe it or not because i kind of started around then and that only amplified my impersonation but at that point i knew that tom cruise was a was a trooper he was a real he just love he just loves the the energy and the attention and the and people you know doing homages to him and his work it's just he appreciated what ben stiller did and i think he probably would appreciate if I did it but again 2 in the morning drunk I felt other I felt it was best just to meet him and be on my way. Can I ask you guys some questions? Can I ask sure, just one go, one go. just one question? I was actually a little bit intimidated to come on this show because you guys are kind of encyclopedia of not, you really know your, your you've done your research. You've done deep mm. dive into Tom Cruise's career, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like you know like mm. pretty much like Mission Impossible, you're pretty well versed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, Please test him on things he will get wrong. I'm not, please, t- I'm not, please, please. no, no, I'm not. We've I'm, seen every I'm, movie,
1: so. I'm, yeah, yeah, I know, I know that, but, but, you know, you, like my knowledge of it is, like I enjoy it, but I don't really study everything about it. Maybe Jerry Maguire, I study a little bit more, but, but I'm impressed that you guys have such, um, such great knowledge. Well, of that's, awesome. oh, well,
2: that brings up an yeah. interesting question to you then. So Joel and I are doing this because we love him so much and he yeah. was an inspiration to us as children. And, awesome. and as we yeah. grew up and became, and and I, I personally would watch his movies over anybody else's films, you know, like I just love his movies. Right. Do you feel the same way or is this
1: just a oh, thing yeah. we're not? Yeah. It would be torturous if I didn't actually enjoy or <laughs> like Tom Cruise. And I was doing this for 15 years. However, <laughs> I don't, I don't have a shrine at home, dim. I don't worship the man, but I do. I, I do. do love his movies. <laughs> you have a shrine I for for years
2: we just since I changed my bathroom but forever there was a, a my wife had this beautiful little like this little dish and we yeah. had two candles and this book that is written about Tom Cruise I just had oh, right wow. there and that's where every day it. when I pooped pooped okay. and peed there he was
3: Can I ask one thing about your meeting with Tom Oh yeah Tom tell me Was there anything you regretted not saying or that you said afterwards I wish I, oh did you just nail it I mean the fact that it just happened, that I met him after the buildup and, and
1: being disappointed that I wasn't going to meet him was really everything. And I, I really didn't go to sleep that night. That was, Or since, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but since then, I mean, that, that night was so exciting for me. And I, I, I also was, the, for the first time ever, going on social media. This was like 2016, but I was actually talking to all of my friends and fans being like this is happening in the moment and mm. they were they were egging me on and, and excited for me so it was really this wonderful night of you know that I was living.
3: As we come to the end of another show, I want to bring up a question that many of our guests have asked us. Many people have asked us. People who pass us on the street, who who know the show, thanks for listening. The
2: answer is no. I do not wear underwear, and oh, we're done. Jesus Christ! I can't even. My oh, God. go ahead. Sorry.
0: People are talking. People ask us questions. If we meet Tom Cruise,
3: is that the end of the show?
2: The answer is no, because we're actually here for the money. We're not. <laughs> is that is that not <laughs> fine. the right
0: answer? I was, I was going to say it would be the end of Jeff Meacham as you know him.
2: Yeah. I might just evaporate. Like I might just, it, it's like in a, did you ever see that time cop movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme? When, when, if you
3: found out if the hey, old guys, version of 15 your, seconds to mention Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> who had 15 seconds,
2: Oh, who had the over and under at 15 seconds, <laughs> I had the over under at
0: 12.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. I'm sorry. Go on <laughs> JCVD in that movie.
0: 30 seconds till he says the movie Cobra. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh shit. Now I can't mention it because you said it. In that movie, if your if your future self touches your past self, you Mm would turn into a giant blob. So that's what would happen to me is I would just become this giant blob, probably because I would eat myself into oblivion. Ah
3: man, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. What was the question?
3: (laughs) What happens to our show if we meet Tom Cruise next week? If he calls in, he goes, let's do
2: this, guys. Look, look, I've been I've been dreaming about this, Joel. I've been dream- I have daydreams and nighttime dreams I, all I, the I, time. I clearly had a dream about it. We spoke on air about it. Exactly. And to me, I would say to him, we can't do this right now. We're not ready for you yet. And I would give him I would say to him, no, you have to call back later. And then people would be like, why would you do that? And I'd be like, I just had a full dream that we got invited to the football party this, yeah. is a, this is this yeah. is I dreamt this last night. We got invited to the football party. He was there and we told him to leave because we we're like, we're not ready for you. Joel and I need to meet you in space.
0: Oh, 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 you mean you mean the 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 Kimmel, the cousin Sal, the yeah, cousin the Sal and Kimmel. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I want in on that. I want in on yeah. that. Yeah. The show wouldn't end, right? Um, no, no, but it might become, you know, um... I need a four hour dinner with him. All right, then.
3: Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me,
2: Alec Lev. I need us to have an evening. We need to block out a weekend, maybe rent a cabin, and that's maybe we rent the cabin that he's trying to sell in Colorado right now for $65 million. Have you seen this yet, Joel? It's also produced by the same... Alec Lev.
0: Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Yeah, we can wait. Let's start a GoFundMe. Let's that'll be our end. We'll start a GoFundMe to buy it. That's it, that Joe! Our
3: engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios.
2: I'm not even kidding. Right now, I am I'm starting a GoFundMe for us to buy his
3: Colorado chalet. Editing by Alec Lev with additional editing by Alex Reeves.
0: We don't need 65 million. What do you need for a down payment for 65 million?
3: Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus-Berger. Artwork by Rebecca
0: Montoya. We just need a down payment. We'll back out. We'll go into escrow and we'll back out. We'll meet him. We'll be like, we want to meet the owner. We're not going to buy. Like, this is a serious offer. Here's 300 bucks, down payment.
3: Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. This is the best idea you have ever had before. We are going to start a GoFundMe. I'm an idea man. I'm an idea man. That's what I do. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. You are an IT man. A GoFundMe for the down payment to the Colorado house, which I believe, what's the price, Alex? 65 mil? I'm reading the credits. Stop bothering me. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. And what's 10% and what do you need? Well, nowadays you need 20%. So what's
2: 10%? So you need 6 million. So you need 12. So we need to, or we need to me $12 million. Oh,
0: is it that much? It's a lot.
3: That's a big go GoFundMe. I'm going to be honest. That's a big go GoFundMe. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show and we just might read it
0: on the air. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Well, guys, it's up to you. You know, ball's in your court. Do you want us to meet him? Because we need need about $12 million. Bring it on. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds.